What's up, guys? Welcome to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. We are produced at Rockwall Recording Studio right here in Rockwall, Texas. www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. Check it out. It's a cool ass place. Ooh, mic drop. It's yeah. I mean, prop. No, that's nobody. Hyundai. Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> Hyundai. It's Hyundai, right? It's, like, yeah. I mean, that's so, our. I had okay. So, are y'all changing the name to Cerberus from what? The Fit Father. So yeah, because we're changing who we're, we're rebranding. selling. To. We're yeah. rebranding. We're rebranding for two reasons. One, uh, Fit Father or Father Figure Fitness only is targeted men, and we're expanding our capabilities to all parents because we still want to do parents. Um, we like fathers, we love some daddies, but the the ladies need us too, you know. And I think it'll help our business to why you, expand. Why do you phrase it like that? <laughs> <laughs> the ladies need us. Daddies and ladies. <laughs> Dude. That's what we should call it. Daddies and ladies. <laughs> like, what do you think of daddies and ladies? That's like, you know, daddies because we're like daddies, Gucci daddies, and then ladies because they're fancy. They hmm. drink out of like stemmed cups. Well, that's because they're drinking. No, no, we're trying to help them. We want you to be able to drink and work out at the same time. That's actually what our whole program is based around: is um, drunk workouts. Have you ever done that? Yeah, workout drunk. It is a trip. <laughs> I feel stronger. Drunk you have no fear of anything. Yeah, drunk strength's real. Yeah. Yeah. You need to fear the gym a little bit. You can't throw 405 on your back. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Hey, Nathan, get comfortable getting uncomfortable. Go drunk get- is not where you want to be. He's like, I'm so comfortable drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's right. State of mind. So, um, what is, so, so what's the meaning behind Cerberus? So Cerberus, uh, it's a, in Greek mythology, Cerberus is a three-headed dog that guards the gates of hell. He keeps the living out of hell. And we're three trainers, and so just, you know, we put our minds together and we're creating something for the people. So we thought, you know, let's go with a name that isn't some hokey family fitness kind of lame, repeated bullcrap. Let's find a brand that matches us, you know. And And we have a dope-ass logo. We do have a cool logo. Um, We put that together, too. So it just kind of all came together, like, in an afternoon. And we're like, let's just run with it. Let's not overthink it. Clearly, we're getting a little feedback, but Cerberus isn't that hard to say. I say it all the time. You just got to say it more often. You'll get used to it. And I like it. The name isn't as important as what it's going to offer, and that's just quality workouts, man. We've been doing the workouts this week. Just kind of really – I mean, we've done the – we've done every style of training over the years. Like, we know what we're doing, but we've really focused the program to being – under an hour, really like under 45 minutes, so it can fit in most people's schedule. And uh, kind of full body, getting your work capacity built up. And man, after doing it just for a few days, as experienced we trainers. We are so... It's, it's probably our best, it's best work. Best work for sure. And it's scalable. Like I think anyone of any fitness level, unless they've literally just been doing what we wrote randomly, they're going to get some benefit out of it. Because it's it's hard. And you can push yourself or you can... You know, take it away. You can do whatever level you're at. It's and it's obviously we're going to adapt it to the individual needs of our clients. But as a whole, the program's badass. Jesse, put your vi- bicep vein away, dude. Which one? This one? The one that is a shadow? No, your other arm. Oh, you mean that one? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know where to put it. Oh, that is nice, dude. Look at that. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was fun. You're welcome, daddies. So, uh, what's your initial thoughts on it? The name. <laughs> Just cool name. Yeah, I was just kind of like, "Oh, are we starting like the Cerberus podcast?" You know? No, <laughs> like, but nah. I was just, I was just, I figured that's what it was. It's just you're just changing the name. Whatever. Hey, we, also, are we on Apple? Everywhere. Okay, because Les was saying he couldn't find us the other day. He happened to stumble across it somehow on Audible. Nice. Yeah, it's everywhere. We're uh, audible? I guess so. Hell yeah. But he's asking questions, and he's like, I, I couldn't find you on Apple anywhere. And I was like, uh, I thought we are. I was like, I, was, I told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure we're Look everywhere. but We're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I, I'm excited for Cerberus. I still want to do Father Figure Fitness. Um, or the, yeah, this is the podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. And, uh, Doesn't we can, have to be the same. We can, we can talk about Cerberus a little bit, but really this is just an avenue for us to talk about our fitness experience and our life experiences and stuff. So this podcast is a little different. Yeah. We like to push, you know. Let people know if they want to get on it. Great, but tell your wives about it now, fellas, because that's really our market. Mark is all the whole family. It's everybody. Yeah, so like our our um, kind of mission statement is to help busy parents get healthy, stay active, and be examples for their family, so they can lead a strong tribe. And so we're hoping to achieve that with this program. Which we will. Hell yeah. We already do that for in-person clients. That's why it's, I think, a little better fit for us. 
because we're doing that for our in-person clients already. You just oh. eating eggs over there? You back on your carnivore? What else you got? Gluten-free oatmeal. Ugh. Isn't all oatmeal gluten-free? <clears throat> I thought oats were gluten-free. I feel like oats are, are the most sure? glutinous thing I'm there pretty is. pretty sure all oats... It's gluten-free. It's not gluten, yeah. not wheat. What brand are you buying? Um, the one from Costco. It comes in a white and yellow bag. It's like a big bag. It's Hold like, on. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm pretty I, I sure think oatmeal is not gluten They're just slapping gluten-free on everything so that it's like... Quaker, oh. Quaker has wheat in it. And all, like if it's processed with wheat, then it's not gluten-free. But oatmeal as a whole is gluten-free. If you get like the raw thing of like steel-cut oats, <clears> it's gluten-free. Okay. But... A lot of oatmeal is processed with wheat, so it makes it not good. So what kind of oats are in it? Oats. <laughs> you idiot. There's just one type of oats? Oats are oats, man. Oats are just oats? Okay. So like, I like steel cut oats better. Is it like, like the texture is better. Is it what? It's not a bean. No, but I'm saying beans aren't just beans. There's lots of beans. Oats are oats. I always fuck up steel cut oats. Like cooking it, it's just like... You gotta do it. Hey, you had an oatmeal on the stove, like not yeah. in the microwave? Yeah. That's the way to go. How do you do, freaking forever. How do you do your oatmeal? He just told you. Well, um, no, it takes forever. Um, I have. That's fine. I don't eat oatmeal, really. Not me neither. But I when, I, when you do, how do you do it? Stove. And some just, milk, dude. You just put it on the stove, cold, milk. in yeah. a pot? I don't even go milk. Just you just pour it flat on there to start a house fire? You just got to bring it to a boil last summer for a little bit. <clears throat> You'd be like two parts water, one part oatmeal? Milk. Milk, okay. And how long does that take? You put it low simmer? You bring it to boil, mm-hmm. then simmer it for like five minutes, I don't know. What takes so long about it? Five minutes, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's been forever. Yeah. Amanda will do like two parts water, and then she'll throw some honey in there and some cinnamon. Some cinnamon, baby. And and butter. A big old glob of butter in there. What? Where'd I go? What don't y'all put honey in? Honey's great. I I have no qualms with honey. I love honey, but y'all put honey. Dude, you get a bowl of fruit, some berries, some honey. Mix it all up. Mm. Yeah, put that on everything. (laughs) I put honey on everything. (laughs) Dude, Amanda made some tuna the other day. With uh, honey? No. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, she, you know, you put mayonnaise in it or whatever. And so oh, I'm, making a, I'm making a sandwich. I put cheese, bacon. Oh. I put another glob of mayonnaise individually. And oh, then that I put sounds tuna so on it. horrible, It was dude. a fat bomb. That was uh, so good, dude. It was tuna and cheese? Ugh. What? Ugh. Dude. Is that, is that a normal thing? No. Don't look at him. He doesn't I, know. Okay. Uh, whoever's listening, Les, if you find our podcast, <laughs> I need you to tell Evan that tuna and cheese are good together. That sounds really bad. Any fish and cheese is not. Guys. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Guys, 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 guys. Oh, how do you do your tuna salad? Uh, mustard. Right. Nope. Relish. Already. Ugh. Avocado. <laughs> instead of mayonnaise. Oh, those are up. Huh? Mustard and relish. What are you doing? I yeah, love. Thank you. Both of them. Okay, honestly, all you need is pickles. And you put your, that's all that's I do. That's the worst thing. That's all pickles? I do. That's the worst ever. You yes. like pickles? I don't like, I don't like, no. I love pickles. No, stop. You put bold eggs. Nice. Yeah, but I don't like the yolk. Honestly, I don't make tuna salad. Tuna. Yeah, I don't either, but. What do you guys make? What I you... make, I eat tuna like a man out of the can. That's fair, yeah. yeah. And I, I cry while I do it. I don't know about that. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dry and disgusting. Yeah, you need a gallon Just of like water, your dude. sex life, dude. That's <laughs> rude. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. You knew that was going to come up. You knew it was going to come up. Come up? What? Why did you know it was going to come up? We talked about it earlier, how his sex life is just sad. Arid, that's what you said. (laughs) You said that. That's what happens when you have kids. Yeah. Dude. You don't have any time to yourself. We we have found time, obviously. After the moisture's gone. That's going to be the name of your bag. (laughs) After the moisture's gone. (laughs) No. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. I love you. And I love you too, Lacey. I'm not quite sure. This is more offensive to her than anybody. No, dude. She's killing it. She's a mother of four. You're the one who's out here. Just just called her dry (laughs) Talking to these idiots for He called it that. I don't know nothing about it. Called what what? Yeah, I, I didn't say that at all. Yeah, you said I said I wouldn't word. use the word moist. <laughs> they didn't give us another one. Somebody doesn't like that word. Who? Lacey. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. Amanda hates that word. She don't listen to this. She hates us. Yeah. Yeah, my wife does too. No, uh, no. Yeah, that's why we're keeping it father figure fitness because there's no way they're gonna listen to us. Is that her? No, I, say, she's like, I she, heard that. She's <laughs> like, I'm listening to the door. No. All right. Well, y'all need to up your tuna salad game because it's delicious. I don't like wet mm. tuna. You don't like wet tuna? How do you? Okay. Pickles. 
Pick, pickles are relish. How do you not get? Well, what do you? What are you saying? Like, pickles. It, you put pickles in it and mix it up. Relish. Yeah, relish pickle. You can just chop up pickles. Relish and mustard's all you need. I hate oh, mustards. Is the but see, like, there aren't I love mustard. Must, mustard is the devil's mind. lube, and I won't touch okay, it. Okay, so I think yeah. we are, the devil's lube between the three of us. Well, we have crazy. a Venn diagram of tunas in the middle, and then one of us has mayonnaise up here. <laughs> we got relish over here and mustard over here, and one of us hates that of I all three. I hate all of it. I'm literally in the middle. I just want really, to you I just, just want it out of the pan. I hate relish. Relish is salt? the oh, salt. No. you know what I hate relish. It's fucking sneaky. Someone can put relish in it, mix it up. You don't know it's in there, and all of a sudden you bite into it. So you don't like. Pickles. No, I hate pickles. I told you, phallic, when we had our phallic oh, yeah. shaped food oh, episode, yeah. I thought we went over this. That's true. I remember. No bananas, no pickles. Only eclairs. You don't like bananas? No, dude. Fuck bananas. What are we, primates? Yeah, kind of. What if it's cut up? To what? Banana? No what? Crumb. <laughs> what do you mean if it's cut up? Okay, what if you had like, a bowl of berries with bananas in it? You wouldn't eat I would eat all... That's my favorite thing actually, in the world, dude. I wouldn't dude. eat the berries because now they taste like fucking bananas. You're so dude, dumb. What? I hate bananas. I don't. It's not the. It's not the shape. Obviously, that's I love the shape. I lo- <laughs> the shape is actually solid. You keep it in that freaking wrapper and just let her go. But the peel, <laughs> the wrapper, nature's wrapper. If you hated apples, that would make sense. Why? Like, nobody so hates much. apples. I'm not a fan of apples. I agree. I'm not a big. I'll, apple. Eat, it. I'll eat it. But nobody it, hates apples. It has the same texture as a raw potato. And don't get me Why wrong. Why do you eat raw potatoes? Why would you not? If I had a choice between an apple and a raw potato, raw potato every time. The old, the old Irish apple. Hey, do you, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Do you eat the skin, not I'm, a baked potato? On a baked potato? Uh-huh. Um, I will. Yeah. You do. Is that healthiest part? Well, you gotta cook really? it. Really? You gotta crisp it up. If you can crisp it up right, yeah. Well, someone fried, gives you like fried some, tater skin. Someone gives you like some like real like moist baked potato that's just like mushy. Nah, it's not so good. Because like I'm not a big baked potato guy. Yeah. Me neither. You know it's really good twice. Mash some boys up though. You get twice baked potatoes. So you bake potato. Yeah, you put cheese all out, over you it. You cut and it in shit, half. Yeah. You, but then Ruin you leave it. it. But you leave it open face. You don't put it back in the foil. And you put it in like a like a like a smashed potato. Kind of, but you roast it like halfway with all the shit in it, and then the skin gets crispy, and then it's fucking. Delicious. My favorite thing though is like some home fries, some crispy home fries. Okay, we always talk about food on this podcast. I hope y'all know that. We eat a lot. Speaking yeah. of, it's got a package delivered too. Is what that is steak? No. What is it? Panera. What's Panera? Oh, the bread. You just got a loaf. Boy, you getting thick. I'm trying. What kind, of, what kind of sandwich you got over there? Turkey. Dude, Panera is so expensive. Well, oh, don't you start with me about expensive work. sandwich places. Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. Jersey Mike's I love Jersey Mike's. Mm, it's so overrated. It's pretty It's not. Good. It's rated. Well, when you get the right sandwich, I can get the giant one for 12 bucks. Yeah, so literally four sandwiches in one. It's rated E for ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hey, Jersey Mike's. I've been there a few times. I don't like any of their sandwiches. Well, you wouldn't like it though, because you don't like vinegar, do you? No, I'm, I don't, I'm not a like. Oh, they do like you do the oil vinegar. I'll do like a vinaigrette, and then salt, pepper. Oh, you know Mike's oh, way. Mike's way is yes. a fucking Mike. Ooh, doesn't know fucking dude. shit about fuck. I fucking love Mike. <laughs> I hate Mike. I, Jesse's charged up today. Dude, I'm sorry, y'all get me talking about relish and Mike, and it's just that's the end of my <laughs> about Mike's relish, man. Yeah. Um, we should talk about fitness. Let's talk about fitness. Yeah, I like fitness. Okay. Yeah, question for us? Uh, so on Monday. Hey, I don't hear you in headphone land. So on Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. I hey. came in and uh, you were training your last client. Okay. On Monday, yeah. When yep. Holden, yeah, Holden came in early. He was there early, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I did five sets of three, struggling. I mean, you saw him like help. Yeah, was that like 155? Mm, no, 165. Okay. I got up to 175 for the last two, and then I failed them, so then I finished off at 165. That's how you know you got better. Are we talking bench press? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what did he help you with? <laughs> and then, um, it was curls. It was curls. And it was supposed to be my leg day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went way Complete wrong. Complete opposite. The cool. next workout I did after you left was five sets of three squats. Okay, nice. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do full body. I'll do chest. I'll do legs. Metabolical. So I did Diabolical. That. And then after that, I switched back to chest. I did incline uh, dumbbells. Nice. And then I finished off with uh, leg press. So my so legs are still hurting. Everything. Great. Great sore. So today, I'm going to deadlift. I'm going to come with y'all to the gym after this. Okay, cool. I'm going to deadlift. Do biceps. Pull-ups. Back. Do pull-ups. What else should I do? Do deadlifts, pull-ups, and then after that, everything else will be gravy. 
like pull ups till failure? Is it like uh, how many can you do? Probably three. Do twenty. Go to failure. <laughs> <laughs> You seen that David Goggins thing? Yeah, that's what I was. Where he's like, he got David Goggins. This guy is talking. He like did like a month like where he lived with him, and uh, he's like goes to the gym. He's like, all right, mm. how many pull ups can you do? And he goes up and he does like eight. He says, and he's like, all right, rest thirty seconds, do it again. And he does like four or five. And he's like, all right, rest thirty seconds, go again. And he's like, I did like two ugly ones. He goes, all right, we're gonna stay here till you do a hundred. He's like, I don't, I can't. He's like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you're gonna. He goes, so ninety minutes later, I walk out of there. <laughs> and I was like. Jesus yeah, because at some point you wouldn't be doing like one. Like you'd need like big rest. Yeah, he lived with him for like a month and That's ruined why. his life. Yeah, you know what? It's probably good for you. It is good for you. So I would say if you're gonna just go pure back day, do the two biggest movements: deadlift, back, uh, and pull ups, and then some seated rows. And then if you want to do, do your curls like way last though, bro. Don't. Yeah, don't, my biceps. Yeah, like don't. Don't go waste focus your on time. the big stuff. Yeah, and then go do the fun stuff. For sure. Or pre-fatigue your biceps, and then you'll reduce injury. Dude, this, this chest supported rows tore my biceps. Oh, when did we do this? I did them. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's when that's when you're laying against the seat at an incline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that's a good one too. If you like did that, like you, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a bent over row, but there's no. Okay, so here's a good question: What's your favorite back movement? Oh, I like that chest supported rows for like just overall like feeling it back development. I, I do like, like that landmine row. I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. The you, the like T bar row. I love yeah. T bar row. I don't like it. Why? I don't know. It's is it because like, is it too much lower back? You feel like you're upright too much. Yeah, I don't know. I just sometimes I it's do, funny though because the everybody has, has their own when you're put. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I love a T bar row. It's all right. It's it's like I feel like it's that mid back real good. It depends. See, on, I feel like it doesn't do enough, so I get unmotivated when I'm on it. I'm just like, why am I doing this? I could be doing rows. Is it, it does, heavy enough? It does feel like the range of motion is small on that for whatever reason versus yeah. like. When you're when you have like two separate it's devices, the grip. yeah, it's the close grip. You yeah. don't get the full. Yeah, yeah. Like when you have the like chest supported like kettlebell row, you feel like you get the bad boys all the way. But up. the T bar though, I don't that think you can go like way far out. Instead of just coming down, you can like almost reach with them and yeah, extend the range of motion. I'd have to second See, like, that. Ooh. Hypertrophically, like that chest supported row is my favorite. Like if somebody came to you and was like, "Hey, I need one good back movement for today," what would you tell Dude, them to do? I'm telling you, huh? I did Chin six up. minutes as many chest supported rows as I could. And I am freaking fried. Yeah, not for sure. Chest support rows are great. Like you said, no lower back, pure hypertrophic. You can't, I mean, you're only going to do the weight that you can actually row, though, because you don't have any momentum anywhere. Yeah. It's hard to say. If you're really telling somebody, like, one functional back, like, if you had to give them, like, one functional back movement, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's yeah, hard, it's, pull it's ups hard. are great, but it's hard to be like a For a lot of do. people, they don't feel in their back. The, back, the pull up, pull up or chin up. It's all it's all lat for me. But nobody, most most of my clients don't feel. They feel their shoulders and arms. Yeah, I don't feel mid back at all. Like I have a really. But hard I think it just takes practice. Getting good at yeah. them. So for someone trying to gain weight, <clears throat> eat. With, well, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, when you're doing like, you know, if it's whether it's the T bar row or the you know chest supported row. Volume should be the focus if you're trying to gain weight, right? But yes, but should um, you be going towards like failure every rep because I almost get tired of like trying to set like a number, being like, okay, I'm gonna do 12 or 15, but then yeah. it ends up being like way easier than I think it is. Then just keep going, or like, yeah, that's the thing is you have to, man, you have to make the sets count. So like, if if the job doesn't get done at 15, well then it's too light. You need to go or do more reps or add more weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So go do twenty or twenty five and then go heavier for the next set. Like don't waste the set. Volume is if if it wasn't hard, then that <clears throat> well, that was a warm up set. Yeah. Working set starts next set. You should go in there and like be content with like five like four to five movements because you just freaking killed them. You yeah. need the volume, but the intensity has to match the volume. Yeah. So you can't just go in there and do four sets of fifteen when you could have done four sets of thirty. You know what I mean? The the intensity has to match the volume. So like your squats, like you said, you're dead. I mean, you haven't worked out in a while, so like squats are going to get your legs no matter what. Because muscle growth can happen at any rep range. Yeah. With the right intensity. Like, that's me. Dude, I felt like, great. I felt great after talking to you. And then this past week, like mm-hmm. going in, because I've really been focusing Just on whoever it is, hang up on him. It's your wife. How do you know? It said stinky butt. Where? On the screen. I can see. Now I'm paused. Like we've learned with our program, our volume hasn't been that much, but the intensity's there. And we've been sore every single day, you know? It mm-hmm. wasn't secret at all. 
Well, not to be secret. I was trying not to give my passcode out to the universe. But you did numbers on I the screen. You, do. you were doing sign language <laughs> for everyone that has uh, fingers. They, they can't read finger language. <laughs> finger language. <laughs> Anyone listening to us doesn't know I how speak, to I speak fingers. <laughs> I wasn't oh. trying to give my passcode out to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> finger whisperer. Yeah, I, I about ASMR over there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I I do agree though the intensity and the I, I, it's a it's amazing though like we talked about like the soreness we've gotten uh-huh. from the low volume like we've done three sets of ten bench press the yeah but it there. was tempo based but it wasn't much it tempo. wasn't any more tempo than I normally especially, do th- especially on dumbbell chest press bullshit uh, especially no, on that last two, set. I always control on the way down always yeah and it two was, seconds yeah and it was just the fatigue time. factor man after doing those heavy deads especially the third round that third round my tempo probably wasn't even that great so you think it's the the giant sets mm-hmm. it's the fatigue factor i don't know what it is but somehow when you don't have as much nutrients to get to the muscular cell it's already at a depleted state so it's kind of like you've well you're done increasing a lot the of volume. intensity though yeah. you have to because of uh, your general fatigue you know yeah like your cns is working hard than the actual muscle cell is i mean i listened to a good podcast with dorian yates uh-huh. you know that is mm-hmm he worked out, so he was like Mr. Universe for however many years, whatever. He worked out three days a week, 45 minutes a day. Yeah. While all his competition was doing four or five hours a day. And he equated it to the intensity he brought to each session was what made him better than everybody else. Yeah. Because it wasn't just the pure volume he was doing. It was the intensity. Yeah, he's like, I, I can lift heavier. I'm going to lift heavier So right he's, he's resting four days a week as a freaking yeah. Mr. Universe. Huge recovery. I mean... Our like our, I mean, at least one of my like, uh, not mentor. They don't fucking talk to me, but like mind pump, like people I look up to that talk, do exactly this. They talk about that all the time, and I really agree. It's like, man, you don't have to do a lot. Just pick the best movements mm-hmm. and do them with intensity, and that's it. Like, and then recover, 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 and then just make sure you're you got no zero days where you're not completely inactive. Like, you just do those three things, and you're gonna get gains. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I like our program because it's like. Minimum three days. Like obviously, we want you to try to get five days in, and a couple of those days are pretty, very low volume. But the the two the two three days really of intensity are the huge. two. Uh, what do you want to call them? Supplemental days. Uh huh. Yeah, it's not crazy anything. No, it's literally yeah, just it's, like don't make it zero days. Just day. sitting in the office doing nothing. Hundred percent. So, it's just learning recovery is effective. Like our recovery is your best tool, man. Well, my God, it just sounds stupid. Like Liver King, you're like our freaking ancestors, but. They went out, they hunted, and they stopped. And rest, 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 rest. Every day. No, they like did it for a short period of time, got their kill, and then they ate it until it was gone, and they went and got another kill. But it was like a lot of rapid and then rest, rapid rest, and like yeah, now. Old deer can last you. Yeah, and like if you're in a different realm, like where you're trying to do like super marathons and stuff, yeah, you got to operate at a different level. But that stuff's abnormal. Like if yeah. you're just trying to live functionally in your life, it's just little bursts of putting a lot of intensity in. Is that bursts or spurts? Spurts. Burts. Spurts and bursts. You said bursts. <laughs> Just little bursts. It's the name of my program. Spurts. Spurts and bursts. <laughs> spurts and bursts. <laughs> <burts. laughs> I do like that. Bursts. I don't like it. Burst. I, I just think a little Say bird. it real fast. Spurts and bursts. Spurts and bursts. I like it. Spurts and bursts. 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 I like it. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Oh yeah, it's good. I don't like it anymore. Stop saying it. Are y'all all three doing the same program right now, like yourselves? We're testing it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're giving it a little run through. I mean, it's as good as we thought it would be when we wrote it. But you gotta, you gotta know what it feels like, and you gotta time it right. And we also like the way we programmed it. It's very condensed, so it does like when we say it's gonna be forty five minutes. Like the way it's programmed, it's not up to you how much you rest. Like it's built in, so it's forty five minutes. You're done. It's really like forty minutes if you really like get after it in between the. The, uh, Which I circuits. like. I want to do it today. Hell yeah, dude! You'll love it. I'll try it when I come in. Um, we got you one. Let's see. What is the deadlift? What well, you do? You did. It's, your, it's, it's awful body. Is your chest pretty fatigued? <clears throat> yeah. Then let him do day one. I, yeah. My legs are a little sore, but I can do legs. Well, the, we gotta get one for you. Day yeah, one. Wait, actually, we'll, I don't I don't day one's legs. not a lot of legs. We'll, we'll let you look at one. You can pick one. <laughs> They're all full body, so they all have. Yeah, but like the mega set, it was it was. Do one. Do the one we did yesterday. It's it was squat. Which you can do deadlifts if you wanted to, like kettlebell dead, overhead press. press, single arm row, and the finisher was uh, deficit push ups and farmer carries. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be a good one. That was the whole workout. 
I'm, but like we, we'll tell you how we structure it. I think yeah. I'm gonna do like on my next strength program. I guess seriously, I'm gonna do the six movement patterns. Maybe throw in a lunge, show seven, and just do those on repeat three days a week, like maximum effort. Just boom, boom, boom. Like effort. barbells. Yeah, or whatever apparatus I choose, but like heavy, like pure strength, like three sets of five, four sets of five, five sets of five, whatever, and just do those six movements, but like every day, and see how it does. I don't know how. I'll show Dude, I've been doing the cluster structure. sets with Keegan. Mm-hmm. He's getting strong as shit. Yeah, on his deadlifts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he looks, they work. He's he's eating. That dude's gotten thick this year. He has some strong legs on him. Yeah, but because like you think a, a horizontal press, so probably a bench press, just because it's the most fun. Maybe go dumbbell because it felt good. A vertical press, so overhead press, vertical pull, so pull up, some sort of horizontal pull, and then a hinge squat. Like I said, probably gonna have to put some sort of like lunge in there. Maybe do some heavy single leg stuff. Yeah, maybe make that my squat instead. I don't don't mind doing squats. I hate back squats. I do too. They just do not work well for me. It felt good the other day. I just I liked those goblet squats yesterday. Yeah, those felt good. But with the kettlebell. So where'd y'all feel? Y'all feel that in your legs? Uh See, I barely felt in my legs. See, like when I do goblet squat or front squat, my legs work great. Back squat, it's all hips and back. I will say doing all those barbell front squats made that feel better yesterday because I was nervous under that first set. I was like, oh, man. Goblet squat feels the best for me from a Quad. leg standpoint. My legs are already sore, so like they're my legs doubly got, sore. My legs got it. My back gets, gets fatigued doing gobble, heavy goblet Yeah, but squat. the kettlebell's different. Yeah, No, I'm saying on the goblet one. Oh, the kettlebell one? Yeah. it was. <laughs> dude, I went to set it down, and I was like, I don't know how to put this down. I just threw that shit down. And I threw it like that, and my biceps were like, oh. Because <laughs> like, I don't know why. I guess the just big that, one. that one. Because yeah. I was trying to be gentle, and like I guess I was under load for like three or five seconds. And as soon as my I, shoulders started getting all yeah, twingy damn. on me from squeezing it, I had, a, it? I had a good pump from yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure, dude. My biceps after the farmer carries were like pumped. I was like, man, this is dope. Because we only did a single arm row again, just intensity. It's awesome. Simple, simple, simple. What's today? Oh yeah, the row. The active recovery. Yeah, active recovery. I need that though. I'm probably gonna do some kettlebell stuff to start, just like a warm up before we do the row. If y'all want to with me. What time are we working out? As soon as, as, soon as we're done with this. Sweet. Let's do it. Let's go work out. Y'all wanna go? <laughs> See you on the way. <laughs> so yeah. I'm excited. I'm actually excited to work so, out. So Chase, to break down for you. So general warm up, a Tabata, get you fired up, and then it's just a giant set, so three moves every four minutes. So you do all three rest whatever two or four a, minutes. It was hits. about a minute and a half to two minutes. So you do that times three, and then the finisher was it's ten minutes as many rounds as you can, two exercises, and just and go. It's the the farmers carry and yeah. So and you just go nonstop as best you can, ten minutes. That's all. This whole workout though. It's the whole purpose of the first four weeks is to build a work capacity so that when they go into like the heavier lifts or like the interval weight training or whatever, they're able to sustain a higher level of performance while fatigued. So that's just maintaining your strength yeah. for longer and recovering quicker. Because, like, that's the hardest thing when you're doing, like, five sets of five. You're good those first two or three sets. And then you're like, I could do more. And your muscles might be able to, but your recovery can't. Yeah. It's and also so- been interesting to see how, like, we all have different engines. Like, yeah. To work at different paces, to do to excel at different types of exercise. Like, why are you laughing over there? <laughs> I'm not talking shit about you, but, like, you don't have the no, stamina I to... It sounded like you said engines. And I was like, yeah, he's like, he's Comanche. <laughs> Sorry. But like you know, I was a soccer player, and yeah, I'm 30 now. But like, it's just like Ugh, I don't gross. know. I got a month. Uh, it's like ingrained in me. It's like I'm just a stamina. Like I can Total. stay in that like 80. That zone two, zone three. Yeah, yeah got, I can stay there. I'm good even mu- zone man, four. I need to bring mine back up because I haven't done it. He's got good muscular bullshit. endurance. This will help. Where like Evan can get into like zone five. If zone five, like that's the day for me. I'm done. Nothing after this. He can recover after. Yeah, like that, you right? have the best VO two max. Y'all are both pretty close in. Like you have the best like steady state. Y'all are both pretty close in muscular endurance, and I'm just like way below on all that stuff. Yeah, but you're fucking strong. One time, one time I picked something up. You're the powerhouse. Like, he's a powerful athlete. He's like the I'm as good as I'm as what's good once as I ever was. Yeah. Yeah. You're good for five seconds. Dude, isn't it reflex? In my in my, <laughs> my, my everyday life? In the gym. I mean, yeah. that as a compliment, though. Like, seriously. Like, yeah, like, you just have a different engine. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, you're a koi. I, I know. I'd probably be like... All right, so here's another question. What was the ones that rode horses? Comanche? Apaches. Apaches. Oh, Apaches. I'd be Apache because I can't run because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> That horse just like fetch my horse. <laughs> um, 
was gonna say. Okay, so here's the thing. What is not necessarily your favorite, but what extra or what movement are you the best at? Like, what is your you excel at? Like when we're all doing it, and I'm like, I'm like just any lift, power clean, squat, deadlift, strict press, strict press, strict press, or even yeah. a push press. Really, just any kind. You do of have good overhead. I'll yeah. give you that. That's it. All right, what about you? Ooh, um, I don't know. You're your fine. best lift. His squats are nasty. You just have a good squat. Dev, you're, like, you're, you're so built for a squat, yeah, though. Yeah, like I, it's short femurs. Yeah. I watch you do like any kind of like you get the dual front rack heavy squats. I'm just like, look how deep he goes. It's awesome. But you think what you think you're best at? Yeah, squat. You're pretty good at like single leg reverse lunges. Yeah, your unilateral strength is ridiculous. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I wasn't even thinking about that. I hate working out when you're like, well, we're gonna do a two seventy five. Back rack lunge. I'm like, we might not be doing that. <laughs> See, the problem is I have one movement, and it's very obvious which one it is. Versus you, I'd be like, I don't know. There's a like both of you. Like, there's a bucket full. I'm trying to think though, like, like what movements y'all are good I at. I think I'm good at. That's the thing. I, that's that's how I've always been though in fitness though. Is I'm not really great at anything. I can. I'm good at you most can things. Compete at anything. He's, you're not. He's like, kick at. You're kick ass at push ups. Like just straight up push ups. You fucking go hard. That's true. You can go fucking yeah, hard at push-ups. It's just muscular endurance. Yeah. Squats and push-ups, you got those down. Pretty good. Two to have. I'll I will say, though, like, early on in the gym, we got one of those push-up counters, like, where, you know, you tap your chest, and it became a competition. So I just did that shit every day. Push-ups are so good. Yeah, no, but push-up is amazing. So it's We know like, how you feel about a push-up. <sighs> uh, well, it clearly, really is. Clearly, I like them, but I was, like, kind of like, you know, I like it from afar. <laughs> Because <laughs> I ain't doing the most. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're good. What's your favorite movement to do? Like that you feel the most confident. Like when it's written in the program, you're like, I'm about to crush this. Even if it's your program. I don't know. What's my favorite? Like just like, hell yeah. Like you're never like, man, I don't want to do that today. I how I feel about strict press. Like anytime strict press is in there, I'm like, I fucking hate it's gonna be press. it's gonna be a good day. Yeah. Just press. Hurt my neck. <laughs> I broke my back. My shoulder hurts all the time, but it's okay. It's actually feeling better. Can't wait for those today. Um, I don't know. I'd probably say any type of kettlebell stuff, like snatches or cleans. I like those. Yeah. Any type of clean. <clears throat> those dual kettlebell cleans have gotten fun. Those big boys make you feel like man. The forties. Yeah. Yeah. Boys are heavy. That makes it, that, that'll make you feel like a freaking man hitting those. Yeah, that's what chest. we we carried those yesterday for the farm carrier. They're freaking heavy. Oh, y'all both carried them? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. The men what, over here. What do you think? I didn't? Well, you just had the 70s. I thought you were just like, whatever. We were push-ups. doing push ups on the. I know. We I know. were doing push ups on the 32s and carrying the. Oh, things. y'all were going back and forth. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm just, you know, petite. I think it's in your head. That's a good look. I really do. Hmm? I think it's in your head. I'm pretty sure I'm just out of shape. No, I really think it's in your head. I think you should get in my head. Okay. Speaking of, y'all wanted to talk about <clears throat> inner monologue. I don't have one. Nathan, this is your contents. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> so, healthline.com says dude, we I wish don't I didn't have one. All have That's why I got so much anxiety, monologue. dude. My voice always talking to me. It can be a result of certain brain mechanisms that cause you to hear yourself talk in your head without actually speaking and forming sounds. I don't have that. Yeah, you're lucky. You know, I've been taking a night, though. I have this supplement. It's called Calm, I think. It's magnesium and... weed. I wish. (laughs) It's magnesium L... Chapo, thiamine. Okay, yeah, uh, and something else. That shit works, dude. dude it stops. Really it stops name. the voices. <laughs> Shuts that down. And seriously though, it makes your brain just kind of. How's, how's your sleep with it? Fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I might need that because my brain at night has been. It really is. It's just kind of like just chill. Yeah, so a little bit. This says researchers don't fully understand why some people don't have an inner voice. One 2019 review suggests an association between the dorsal pathway mat- maturation and the emergence of inner speech in children. The dorsal and ventral streams are language tracks in the brain. They're also involved in auditory and visual processing. <laughs> so you Shut don't, up. So you don't like out in public, like if you see Yeah, I a think car. shit. <laughs> but it's not my voice talking. I mean, I guess. Jesse he, just he, said he like, had a conversation with himself. But I had to activate it. It wasn't like it came out of his, nowhere. His brain's like a picture book. He but, doesn't speak in words. He just sees. But my pictures. brain's that way too. Like I get images. Like I get. Not ideas. hearing your voice, your inner voice, doesn't necessarily mean you don't have an internal monologue. 
because some people access it visually instead of auditorially. Oh, okay. For example, you might see to-do list in your head, but you might not be able to hear yourself think. So is that you? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. I get both, though. Man, fuck, I'm like all auditory. Dude. I am too. I hate it. I'm like, yeah, I don't beat myself up. Chase is crying in, my in brain. the room. Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> you oh, know, yeah, but y'all say I'm the weird one, but y'all are like hearing voices. Talking to yourselves. I'm not that bad, though. Like, I, I, like, you guys sound like worse than that, even. I use images a lot more. Like, I like, my problem is I have, like, like, say, like today, like, I have things I find important. And then tomorrow, it's like those things never existed. New things are important. Oh, 100%. And then it's like three days later, I'm back to day one things. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm I might have just been able to focus on those. And it's like when I go it comes through a to cycle. productivity, I'm like Kamala Harris. Today <laughs> is today. <laughs> and yesterday was today, yesterday. And tomorrow is today, tomorrow. You have envy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's frustrating, though, because I'm like, oh, this is important. And like that's why you make lists. And like that's why there's all those steps you do to, to make things. See, I'm, I'm much more of the... What is the anxiety looking forward the the future? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about the yeah. past. Like I'm not. That's like depression, well, right? Think about the past, so stuff that's like that. Stupid. I'm, I'm the so, anxious one. I'm always worried about the future. What's tomorrow? What we gotta do tomorrow? What we need to get done? Why are you gonna stress about what it might happen? I can't help it. And then you stress right. about it when it's happening. That's double the stress. Don't worry about it if it's not happening. Worry about it when it happens. It's very. That's well, a lot easier said than done, though. It's what I. <laughs> Dude, I need, him, I tell, I need him as my I tell myself that, but my brain's like, nah, bro, we gotta Just worry about this shit. Just living for a living. <laughs> I worry about the future, and then I'm stressing about the past. <laughs> that's all the time. triple stress, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not good. For said, you. Yeah, dude, that's why I'm crying. Right said, now. <laughs> what it said today is like, don't don't feel the pain before the injury or something yeah. like that. Like, don't. Oh, no, I get it, 100. percent So get it. I'm trying. <laughs> my brain comprehends what you're yeah, saying. My, brain my body it. does not understand. Yeah, but your inner monologue is like, no, nah, we're about to fuck you up. Yeah. 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 What is the video? It's like, you having a good day? It's like, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're sad now. <laughs> I, don't, I wish I had that ability. Like, I respect you a lot, and I've told you this before, Like, to just make a decision and just go with it. Like, Not fear consequences, because like, like with anything. Well, like that's it. the art of being decisive. Yeah. I'm you make a decision. If you fail, well, yeah. then you learn from next time. Okay, that's not the route to Dude, go. And see, you move that's, forward. that's but, the horrible place I'm in is I'm constantly in a place of indecisiveness. Which, which that'll nothing. hurt you more than anything. Yeah. yeah. I'm like shit or get off the pot. Dude. Yeah, like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my life. Like literally it's a metaphor that I live. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, man. Yeah. I uh I like have this like over gathering. I mean, literally. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Just okay. like, <laughs> no. nothing happened, but my feet are numb now. <laughs> I watched a lot of fucking reels. Um, <laughs> I gather data to like a to an endless degree for a decision, and then I'm just like, ah. And then I don't even make it. Dude, I'm, you know see, what I mean? I, I, I'm look. purely impulse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think about you shit. You know what I mean, though? Like, you're like, all right, I'm going to make sure I get the best one because this is going to be a big decision. I got to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's got to be an RV, a car. I, well, I know me. I know me. He comes out earlier. He goes, Shannon's going to get a Toyota GR86. And he, he called it a Super. I said, no, they're different cars. And uh, I was like, why do you know that? I, I pulled up my history. I was researching it on July 9th, four days ago. Like, <laughs> it was weird. on Sunday. Well, I was looking. I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause," <laughs> which I've done that. I do that. It was just random. I was like, "I don't research anything, dude." I this, look at, like, say if you're gonna buy, brain like, how'd it. you know you want to get your truck? You're just like, "I like that truck," and I bought it. Literally, you were not worried about. Oh like, the, my! I like the color. Give it to me. You're like, I don't care about the history. The well, okay, I did ask. Like, yeah, I know, but show I'm, me the car. Fact. I'm saying I'm crazy like about it though. Like, well, I'm that's like, why I got I a GMC. Sure. Yeah. If you well, would have done some research, you would have gotten the best thing for you. It would have been like, you know, bro, not no. a Ford, not a GMC. Listen to me. That GMC. What is it? It'd be anything Japanese made. No, if dude, I were to get dude. a truck now, I'd probably get like a Tundra. I thought you were about to say, nah, bro. I thought you were about to say a Dodge. I'm a like, GMC <laughs> fan. Oh, no, I bro. have a Dodge. That GMC. <laughs> it's dude, all relative to Knock on wood, though, I haven't had a single problem with that truck besides the typical battery, tires, brakes, nothing. Nothing. Well, let me tell you about my GM product. Cause yeah. yeah, you got a Chevy, though. It's different. They're the same I know, fucking but it's car. different. It's the same. They different. put different badges on them. They're yeah, the same car. Yeah, it's fucking car. different. You just don't abuse yours. I, no. really do. I don't drive for yeah. shit. Yeah. I have like 120,000 miles on it. I've had it for eight years. All right, so well, that Car- makes sense. Carly's yeah. Chevy, we bought it with 40,000 miles on it. Put in 30, low, low miles. $3,500 transmission in it at 70. And took it to get the alignment done. We're like, hey, it's making this weird noise. They're like, yeah, that's going to be your transfer case, your transmission. I'm like, no, you can't do this to me right now. I will say, though, too, like the newer models, like mine's a 2012. It's the last year of that model. 
It's fucking great. Everything newer. They've been, they've it's been just having shit, dude. Well, it's, Chevy's it's, been known to have transmission problems out of the the L sixty E or whatever transmission that they've been putting in them since like two thousand. My friend, my friend just had his truck like a twenty eighteen Silverado. Was in the was in the shop for a transmission issue for like a month. Yeah, Carly's is an eighteen. You know they make Allison transmissions that are really good. Sorry, I don't have a Duramax. Get one. They're the best. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> Do you have to have a diesel debit, Allison? That's the only thing they put. They don't have them on old the old gases? I mean, the 8.1 liter your parents yeah, have, but yeah. they don't... I was say, I'm pretty sure they have an Allison. I don't think it's never gone wrong. It's got 400,000 yeah. miles on it. They do have an yeah. Allison. That truck is the most badass truck I've ever driven in my life. It just goes. And it sounds like the... You know the ghost from Halo? The little things you ride? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's like... Oh, Dude, cool. have y'all seen Sound of Freedom? No. I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard about it. Apparently, everyone's saying it's like you uh, must you see. Need like to fucking see that shit. I don't want to. Like I, I want to support the message. But I'll, it makes I'll me go nervous, buy tickets. Dude. I'll watch it. I want to be. You got to see it. Is you it? See I heard it's not too like. No, they don't show any of that. Yeah, shit. I heard it's not like. They don't show uh, it, dude. But it, I've never had a movie within the first like. Swear to God, the first five minutes, I was already crying, and you can't. Like, so stop. take us into like what like well, I know what it's about, but what's it like? How's it feel? Like what's it? Long story short. Guy, Tim Ballard, like decade ago, worked for the Department of Defense, and he um, uh, bust pedophiles. Mm-hmm. You know, they they research, you know, who's using the dark web right now, where's the IP address, and then they go and bust the guy, like, in the act. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he became so, like, mentally distraught over... How many? What, what comes after. No, okay. because, like, not just busting the guy, you have to go through the evidence, which means... Uh. You're succumb to watching the nasty what they shit. do to yeah. five four year old kids, and like in the first five minutes of the movie, it shows like that's what this guy's going through, and it's like the movie's just a really good like it's a one of a kind like thing because it really puts into perspective like the actual problem, mm-hmm. and I think that's why like it's just such a controversial thing right now because it's just like. Nobody wants to think about it. Like right the, now, I don't want yeah, to think about yeah, it. Yeah, nobody wants to. This yeah, fucking happening. The sex shit. trafficking industry makes more worldwide than the airline. All of the and, airline yeah. industries combined, like yeah. all of the companies. Yeah, dude, it like man, it, it's giving me chills right now. Yeah, it's like, like man, I, don't I know. couldn't. I literally could not stop crying, bro. Because like the moment, because it, it focuses on the 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 brother and the sister that he saved. Um, but he saved like 150 fucking kids, dude. And he single-handedly went and got the sister by himself in a remote part of the Colombian jungle surrounded Where by... Where was this girl originally from? Honduras. You, okay. Yeah. But, and that's the thing too, is like, as Americans, like, this is the first time we're really seeing something like this on a big screen. So, of, of course... Because it happens here, but do you think it happens a lot more dude, elsewhere? Dude, the I, biggest I consumer... So, we're the biggest consumer, meaning all the Americans who are, have this fucking pedophilic mm. problem are ordering kids from other countries and exposing them. And it's never like it's typically not an American child that's that it's being done right. to. Yeah, American it children are. In, yeah. yeah, it's not to say that they're not. It's just so worldwide that it's like, dude, it's it's a must see movie, especially like y'all being parents, dude. Like, so do you think it's something that, like, with this movie being out, do you think it's something that? will actually take hold and people will actually do something about I freaking hope I hope because like I I cuz like how do you stop that like you know what I mean like how, how that's like well, how do you stop racism well, that's, that's what I mean why, like I, that's why you know MSNBC is out here saying that it's like a Q QAnon like you know conspiracy movie and all this stuff and it's like conspiracy. what are you what are you talking about it's only the fact that Tim Ballard is talking about conservative things like we need to close our border not just because of drugs and stuff like that but because of how easy it is for kids to get stolen and trafficked like and it puts into perspective what parents go through who lose their children like off the bat you see like the dad you know bring his kids to what he thought is a talent agency and they end up he comes back to pick them up and they're gone oh shit can't find i want to see some shit and like within 48 hours they're already being sexually abused like, within 48 hours, they're on the other side of the planet already getting sexually abused. That's hard to think about, man. This statistic, U.S. Border Patrol encounters with Chinese nationals. 2021, 342. 
my dad sent me that. He's been doing a lot of research on the Chinese sleeper cells. Like, there's a shitload of Chinese men coming into this country illegally. Yeah. Why? All right. Yeah. It, it shouldn't and, even be a political thing, dude. Right? And it shouldn't and be like, like, oh, he's no, racist be a, against China. No. We're, I've never, not even one poster is up at any of the theaters. Like, you know you they tried to sell it? Because they didn't want it in theaters. The they tried to sell it. Movie. They tried That's to sell it to movie? Disney. They tried to sell it to Amazon. They yeah. tried to sell it to Netflix. They all said no. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, which why? tells you some weird I say, shit. Say, do you know why? Hmm. Yeah. Cause, I mean, it's just it was. It's, I think it's the best movie I've ever seen. Like in terms of like general, just impactful and impact. Yeah. Tony went to see it last night. I'm curious about his. I'm telling you, it. like, and and they they give out free tickets even for people who can't like afford it. I almost like so they just want people the to see like what dude. They ain't about making money. Yes. like they've made their money back already. Yeah, of course they, they made. They money, had like a fourteen like, million dollar budget. They've already made their money back, so yeah. it's just like, hey, watch it. And and it took five years to release. The movie's been done for five years. Yeah, they had pick to it up. Through hoops and and yeah, everything, and not a poster is around any of these movie theaters. None of them. But we had to go all the way out to Firewheel because every theater around here was sold out. It's only being it's only being shown in like twenty six hundred theaters. Yeah, like it's crazy. And look at the numbers it's put up. Yeah, imagine if it was in all of them. I'm, well, I'm, like I'm, Indiana Jones got released on the same like weekend or whatever, and it was in forty six hundred theaters, and it didn't even yeah, come close. Didn't even come close. Yeah, but well, as, at least people are watching like, it, man. At least people are. As parents, I'm telling you, like y'all have to see that shit. Yeah, I I've had I've had to get a little more. Uh, what's the word about it? Uh, conscious about it? Like when we're in Target and Henley needs to go to the bathroom. Well, she's too old to go in there with me now, so I have to let her go by herself. And it makes me a little yeah. nervous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just something. Dude, and it's not even like, it's it's not even, the sad thing is, like, it's not even more leaning towards, like, you would think girls would be more trafficked than boys. It's like, no. Like, it is <sighs> literally down the middle and, like, the kid was so lucky enough to be found by by the guy. Like, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, the kid's found, like, right off the bat. He had already been sexually abused, dude, and he's, like, four. Like, and, and literally, the the girl is my niece's age. And so as soon as that got put into perspective, dude, that's all you could think about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally all you can think about is just thinking about, like, your kids or s- someone you know or something like that. And you just imagine it, and it's just like, bro, like, and it's real. Like, it's not a fake movie. It's not something that was over-dramatized to show, like, you know, an over-representation. Like, no, it, 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 it was probably downplayed. To the oh, I'm sure movie. it was downplayed. Yeah. Just you can't for, show. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what that's what the actual guy, Tim Ballard, he's going around with John Caviezel, the, the actor who plays him. Mm-hmm. And they're both doing the interview because it's like, he needs to get Tim is telling the fucking story. Yeah. It's his fucking story. He's the one who single-handedly, like, rescued that girl. And he's the one who went, like, literally risking his life like they they had to he had to pretend to be a doctor carrying vaccines down this river to this colombian like Mm -hmm. rebel territory to be like hey you need to take vaccines so he had to go to each person and check and see and really what he was looking for was the girl sure enough ends up finding her at night and ends up getting away and, and saving her which is yeah. like if and the whole time you're just like what the fuck like you you feel like there's no possible way this could even be real and it just like puts into perspective like any horror movie any like nothing this beats all that like because it's real yeah and then coming out of it it's just like how do you like how do you forget what you just saw like me how, and do, Rachel, how do you go on with your night like, yeah, like me and Rachel were leaving the theater. It's like, okay, so like, what can we do now? Like, she she wants to put the she put the link to the movie in her bio. Uh, like, it's just like it makes you want to be able to like do something and or at least like have the conversation. That's what's so frustrating. It was like, what do you do? Right. And so to bring back to the episode we ended up not releasing, whenever it was, uh-huh. you know, I brought up like the kids getting exposed to porn and the fact that like all this stuff is like so ha- like happening around sexualizing and and all this gender stuff. It like puts into perspective like. It's a fucking sick thing that's going on. So it's like, you y'all need to see it. Just that's all I can say. Like you have to see it. It's not a joke. It, it's changed my entire like outlook on, on all that. I, man, yeah, one hundred fifty billion a year, they make off children. Because if you think about it, the biggest thing about it too, was he compared it to, you know, they go after they have the war on drugs. 
but they're not having the war on kids when you can sell a drug one time and it can be consumed and that's <clears> it. You can sell a kid 10 times in 24 hours <laughs> for 10 years. <sighs> yeah, my opinion on the war on drugs is not one that's going to be talked about on this podcast. But it just it puts it into perspective like just how but then it's like out. you know you do rescue a kid say that's been all this terrible shit it's like what's next for that kid like how do they that's how the do they become too. a normal yeah, like, you don't right like, no no I mean like that kid is fucked for the rest of their life like mentally just fucked like I've seen it firsthand. like they don't get over it even when they're like three and four and you're like they don't remember that they yeah they do it's they in do. there it's somehow in, I guess yeah. it's I had a close friend of mine that, that had that happen from a family member, like when he was five. And like, mm. it, there's a reason why he has so many issues today. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's awful. And, it, and it's like, it, it makes like, it makes like just normal pedophilic cases seem like nothing. Like what they do in other countries to these kids, like is actually fucking, like they will keep them chained. They will keep them in one place and you know these dudes are 50 60 year old cartel members and they just go in whenever they want and do whatever they want to the to these kids dude like and they're like crying because they know something's wrong like this isn't normal and you're five years old like you have no idea what the world is and like that's your world yeah well. sorry to go to a depressing yeah, yeah, like, like jess has got to get out of this <laughs> yeah. we gotta go work out let's yeah. go work out but y'all have to see yeah that. It's, it, it, yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in today to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. For more info about our producer Chase and the owner of Rockwell Recording Studio, visit www.cha5e.me. Visit www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. The best place to reach us and ask questions is on our Father Figure Fitness page. It's on uh, Facebook. It's a private group, but we have a lot of dads in there that. Uh, we talk about all the things pertaining to your fitness. So uh, if you have any questions, find us there and ask them and we'll answer them on our podcast. Thanks, guys.